Can I get y'all anything else? Welcome to Breakfast with Brent Pope. I hope you saved room for dessert. I'm almost full. Almost. Who doesn't love dessert? You have earned this. Breakfast. Homemade pecan pie. I love Whatever it. happened to angel food cake? Any type of rhubarb pie. Rhubarb strawberry. Rhubarb peach. That's sour and sweet together. It's hard to beat. Who saved room for dessert? It's dessert breakfast. I'll get that right to you. Now, the Piper Downs, I mean, in my mind, it has to be named after the line in the So I Married an Axe Murderer. Is that? A hundred percent. Is yeah. that? Okay, God. Yeah. We, I think that's such an underrated movie. It's so funny and people, it gets no respect from people. That movie has so many quotable lines. I'm not saying it's Citizen Kane, for God's sakes. Uh, I mean, it's not even Spinal Tap, but there are so many quotable lines in that, that, uh, yeah. and, and we just loved it. And I, you know. Mike Myers at the time was just about the funniest guy with Wayne's world and, and you know, yeah. the Austin power stuff. And so I married an ax murder was just perfect to me. And when, you know, right. for people who haven't seen the movie or don't remember, you know, the scene is at a wedding re- reception and they have a bagpipe player uh, and a singer. And uh, it's, it's Michael Myers playing his father drunk off his ass singing. Do you think I'm sexy just to a bagpipe background? And he yes. finally passes out, and someone yells, "We have a piper down!" I repeat, "The piper is down." Oh uh, yeah, you know? it was the grandpa. It was him playing the grandpa character. Right. Like, and, oh, we have a piper down. And there's a piper. Down. And so when we were talking about names, you know, that was one of the ones that came up. We called, you know, Piper Down. And I said, mm-hmm. "Well, you know, I think there, you know, who knows? There might be another band out there called Piper Down, but wouldn't it be funny if we just added an S? We are the Piper Downs, and that's it. Just it really just stuck." I don't, yeah, I, as I recall, we didn't have, we had like 40 names and I don't think any of them really made any impact except for that one. Right. What I love about that name is, uh, one, it, it, you know, it reminds me of that movie, which I know is very funny. Uh, you know, we all, you also have Phil Hartman and Stephen Wright and other great cameos in that movie, uh, Charles Grodin. So all those, like you said, very quotable. But I love that, and I don't know what this is called. Uh, grammatically, but like, you know, if you actually made that plural, it would be Piper's Down, but you did the other right, thing when exactly. Piper Downs, <laughs> which is, that's what makes it funny. Yeah, yeah, thank you. Thank you, yeah. I'm always in it for the joke, man. Let me just tell you. And, and if one person gets it, I feel like it's a success. Sometimes I go, right. it, I never feel like a joke fails if one person gets it. Uh, I, always, <laughs> I always find that little lifeline of hope that, oh, well, then it was meant to be just for that one guy. But yeah, you you well, apparently are one of the few that Love that. Do you feel that? Let me ask you this. Um, do you feel then if that one person that gets the joke is you, is it still worthwhile? Uh, I think funny, it is. Yeah. Well, I get all my <laughs> jokes. I, I, I will tell you and my wife will tell you that I think that I'm the funniest guy around. Uh, <laughs> sadly, that doesn't always bear out. I did one time that was a very I, – I, I, let me tell you a story, and you can tell me this is a very Bobby Bogner thing to do. So my mother-in-law, when I first met her, confided in uh, my wife now of 14 years. She said, you know, I think Brent thinks he's a lot funnier than he thinks he is, <laughs> right? <laughs> and so <laughs> meanwhile, so I'm thinking in my head, like, I'm going to prove to you tangibly somehow that I'm funny. <laughs> Not just like, you know, it's your opinion. I'm going to prove to you that, that I am funny. So uh, I was doing a show at IOS West. And uh, Matthew Gray Goobler, who's one of the – who's like the uh, Dr. Reed on Criminal Minds, mm-hmm. uh, guested in our show. And uh, so he – so he did a sh- – we did a show with him. And so I had <laughs> – so just to prove that I was funny, I took the program from the show and I was like, hey, 
Um, would you mind uh, writing something to my mother-in-law? She's the biggest Criminal Minds fan, which is true. She loves Criminal Minds. And uh, put on there, you know, or put on there how funny I am, right? <laughs> <laughs> So he put, uh, hi, uh, thanks for being a fan. Your son-in-law is hilarious. And I was like, there you go. That's proof <laughs> that I am funny because someone from your favorite show said I was funny. Not bad, but, Even if, but let me tell you how I would have hit that punchline. Sure. I would have gotten him to sign it. And then I would have gotten my wife to sign it. And then I would have gotten like seven or eight random strangers to say, boy, oh boy, was he funny. And maybe just to fill out the program, I would have put in like seven or eight fake signatures saying what an inspiration Bobby Bogner was and being funny. Wow. See, man, you're on another level. <laughs> <You're> on another <laughs> level. <laughs> well, I saw, I've seen the Piper Downs uh, several times. Uh, the last time I saw you, uh, the Piper Downs live was uh, Universal City Walk, mm-hmm. which is, you know, a huge outdoor place. If, you know, if, if you've, if you don't live in Los Angeles, You've seen the Universal City Walk in many, many movies and TV shows and things. It's um, uh, it's a really cool place to, to play, I think. Uh, even though the 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 crowd can be like kind of transient, moving around a lot uh, and not staying necessarily all the time, but but it's a cool outdoor sp- spot to play. And I always found your guys' energy and your sensibility to be somewhere between uh, like Jimmy Eat World and Bare Naked Ladies, yeah. maybe? Something like that? You know, it's funny. Just about every comparison uh, we get puts Bare Naked Ladies in there, which I don't think sonically we have anything in common with Bare Naked Ladies, although I like them very much. Uh, yeah. But I think the fun of it is what people associate with that. And that is probably right. one of the, the bigger fun acts. Um, but yeah, we get com- we got comparisons to Jimmy Eat World and Foo Fighters and Matthew Sweet and Husker Du and stuff oh, like that, you know. And Matthew Matthew Sweet's from Lincoln, Nebraska. Just going to say that. <laughs> uh. <laughs> well, he's been in LA for I don't know thirty or forty years, but yeah, that guy's yeah. got great songs. And uh, he, look, as long as people were having fun, I really didn't give a shit what anyone thought yeah. we sounded like. Right. You know, and and in my head, I was writing country songs and I was writing punk rock songs and I was writing pop songs and they all just kind of came out sounding like the Piper Downs. But, uh, yeah, yeah. I, I never gave a shit if people said we sounded like, you know, some band I'd never even heard of. I would just go, yeah, that's it. Yeah, you got it. Right. Who would you say were your, uh, I guess since we're talking about you as a host and as a musician, who, who were your hosts in both of those different areas? Who, who are my favorites, like hosts and musicians? Well, I mean like, like who would, who would be your influences? Yeah, I, I think that uh, Bob Mould from Husker Du, you know, was probably mm-hmm. my primary rock uh, inspiration. But I loved Pete Townsend from The Who. Um, I just wanted people to be their authentic selves. So I'll tell you that, like, my favorite artists of all time are Uncle Tupelo. Are you familiar with Uncle Tupelo? Sure. Yeah. Um, Crowded House, you know, oh, uh, man. so good. great songs with great show and fun. And you felt like you were part of a family. Um, just since we were talking about Ben Folds, I think Ben Folds five had that where Ben Folds solo does not, um, you yeah. know, I always had more fun at Ben Folds five shows than I did at solo shows. Uh, but that guy can put on a show, make you laugh and he just <laughs> blows you away. Uh, yeah. The Hoodoo Gurus uh, were a big influence on me as a kid when I first started writing songs. Um, and yeah, and then like right now, show-wise, you know, I play in a, I play with my, my brother Nick in a group called the Bogner mm-hmm. Brothers, which is more of an Americana thing than a rock and roll thing. And 
I'd say that the Avid brothers are doing it better than just about anybody that I've seen live. Uh, you know, they make you feel like you're part of a family while they're putting on a show. And I think that inclusion uh, for me is very important. There are plenty of artists who are, you know, who exclude, right? Like I don't feel like Prince ever let you into Prince. He showed you what he could do and it was just a small sliver of what he could do, but we didn't really know him personally. Right. I feel like right. if you see Bobby Bogner on stage, you know who you're getting. That That's me, whether I'm on stage, whether we're in a bar drinking or whether we're playing cards, that's Bobby Bogner. Yeah. And then in terms yeah. of hosting, I mean, who are the yeah. best guys hosting? I, You know, Jeff Probst, that guy, oh, that man. guy just does so it good. like nobody else. Um, I yeah. think that for talking heads, Tony Kornheiser and Mike Wilbon from uh, Pardon the Interruption, Mike Rowe, you know, the stuff he did on Dirty Jobs. Um, yeah, I think that, uh, in terms of the food stuff, which is what I'm most associated with on TV, uh, you know, love him or hate him. Guy Fieri has an energy that is undeniable. Um, so yeah, there's just tons of guys. And I think that what the mistake that some people make when they're hosting is they try to do the micro or they try to be the Alex Trebek when really what people are wanting is the new you. And so if you are something authentic and appealing to people, being Bobby Bogner is the best thing that you can, that I can be. And being Brett Pope is the best thing you can be. Uh, right. And so, you know, and you'll hear that over and over again in the hosting world, be authentic, be an authoritarian, right? Not, not authoritarian, be an authoritative voice, right? <laughs> we don't want authoritarians, but we want people that we trust know what they're talking about. I'm curious if there's anything that you've kind of learned during this whole quarantine situation that's like just a new thing that you kind of decided, I'm going to do this now that you hadn't done before. That I'm going to do now. Well, I, I bought a mandolin and I said, you know what? I'm, I'm not going to teach myself any more guitar. You know, mm -hmm. I, it's like I'm, I'm a little too old for, for coming up with something new on the guitar. So I'm, I'm going to try a new instrument. So I bought a mandolin and I've been learning to play the mandolin. So that's the, that's the thing I've picked up. Other than that, cool. you know, the, the big life lesson for me for this pandemic has been how lucky I am to have my wife and kid who I love and that I'm, I'm yeah. stuck with them because I know that not everyone has it as good as I do and, uh, you know, gets miserable uh, being at home this whole time. Uh, but yeah. I'm lucky. I've got, a, I've got a great wife and a great kid and, and we're, we're getting along great. So I think I'm in a better position than a lot of people during this thing. Being yeah, grateful. Absolutely. I guess that's it. I, I guess what I've learned is that I need to be grateful. I think yeah, I think that's I think that's a great lesson to learn, and also you know I kind of demand that you learn the entire Out of Time REM album uh, <laughs> since it has so much mandolin on yeah, it. Yeah, you know I remember and I remember that's so funny you mentioned that. I remember Peter Buck doing interviews and saying he was tired of playing guitar, and you know he he felt like he had mastered his thing. That's not me at all. I haven't mastered guitar at all, but I remember right. Peter Buck saying I just wanted the challenge of doing a whole album on mandolin. So yeah. Okay, well, I accept the challenge. But only if you broadcast me playing the whole album.